Welcome to the Maitripa College podcast. Maitripa College is a Tibetan Buddhist graduate school located in beautiful Portland, Oregon. Interested in Buddhism and want to take your understanding deeper? Each week we offer different teachings, conversations, and highlights from our community programs and archives. We invite you to join us in listening to and learning from some of the great contemporary Buddhist minds in America today. This week's episode from Yangtze Rinpoche's center in Puerto Rico, Ganden Shedripling, is an introduction to Mahamudra, known as the Great Seal in Indian and Tibetan Buddhism. It's a philosophy and practice based on realizing the conventional and ultimate nature of the mind. In of course, the first one, praise for Buddha Shakyamuni. Uh, he's the teaching of a particularly in the second turning wheel of a Dharma, Parajana Paramita Sutra. That becomes the main resource for Nalanda masters to becoming of to discussion of what is the nature of reality, uh, uh, concept of a subhava in Sanskrit, you know, emptiness, subhava. Uh, and uh, uh, and uh, again, the key point is is not just to philosophize, it's not just to develop some theory. Why this theory was developed, the intention is, uh, I think, w- why we are suffering, why we are suffering. Why we have to confused? Why we are how we are right now? That's the source of a understanding and a developing based on this big question. Why we have to? Why we have to get confused? <laughs> why we cannot be like all the time compassionate? You know, this question is. This is like a. Uh, this is the. If we if we ask like a the theory of a emptiness theory of a Madhimika, the middle way philosophy. Why this discussion happened in the first place? Uh, this basically is, is that basically it is in a, in a because we, we face this suffering. And the, in the suffering, is this theory of a Madhimika or theory of emptiness is only for suffering related with a spirituality or this only deals with the suffering related with the spirituality it doesn't deal with the suffering related with all other things it's not like that this is all kind of suffering any kind of suffering theory of a meditation theory of a meditation of emptiness or theory of a madhimika is is, is giving some suggestion it have a some to way to share the knowledge discuss you know even our own individual friend problem with the friendship problem with the communication problem with the anything any simple thing simple problem to very complicated problem uh, social problem family problem individual problem this theory of a madhimika is is they have a, some opinion here, 
this is why, you know, basically it's a theory of Mademika saying, like for example, from small problem to problem of a society. It's so basically there is this uh, way you, in a sense of self, sense of self, and then you have a naturally push sense of other. And uh, basically, in the, this theory of emptiness and theory of all this Madhimika um, is basically saying this problem coming due to this kind of like a superimposition, unbalanced view of a self, your superimposition, or for relative to yourself, you have a superimposition, or there's some kind of not able to view into the middle way, so therefore our behavior, our reaction, we have a strong reaction because there is a sense of a self was a superimposed. It's not into the middle way view. Yes, naturally reaction happens, reaction creates chain reaction. Due to that creates in a different type of a, uh, confusing actions. You know, so, so Madhimika philosophy basically saying it is a not only intellectual answer but also emotional things. You know, when we have a, our emo, you know, like a lots of our un, I say, superimposed of a self or unhealthy sense of self is a very strongly connected with the how we how our own emotional connection with our own self. So Madhimika philosophy and uh, meditation of emptiness is not just to kind of like a wisdom which is a nothing have to do with our emotion. It's, it's like a is a have a face to face communication. It's a face to face communication. So here in, the, in another way to seeing, uh, so now the real the question comes here. Um, you know, we get upset because we feel I'm I'm right. <laughs> I'm the, I'm right. If you feel I'm not right, if you kind of sensing. Your reaction, your reaction become fake, <laughs> not really strong. You, you may react, but you know I'm, I'm, I know I'm not right. But just sake of a sake of a reaction, I'll just react. You know, you know. But usually we never thought we are right, we are true. Okay, that, and because of that, and plus of, on top of that, in a way, this is coming from is a basically there is a. Superimposed of a sense of self. This is some kind of very uh, strongly, uh, in a, in the Madhimika, since you are studying Madhimika uh, philosophy, it's basically uh, the philosophical terminology is, uh, you know, believing some kind of like an intrinsic, independent, inherent of a self. These are the words which is describing our feeling, our emotion. And so, uh, so over here, so, uh, so Matemika study 
when you're doing your study, it, it, it needs to, need to touch all part of our life. How we go, how we wake up, how we communicate, how we talk. This is a basically, this is a basically, this is, is telling, hey, this is something that, you know, sometimes maybe you feel like, okay, I have no energy, I feel like no inspired. I don't feel, sometimes you are overly excited and overly energized, and maybe sometimes in a wrong way. Uh, so all these things is, uh, is can we have a, like a balance? You know something that you know <coughs> some wave. You know it's good to have a not so still, but some wave, but not like the wave that threats everything. <laughs> You know, not tsunami, <laughs> but usually we are in, in, in the tsunamis. So it's kind of there's a wave, there's a movement, there's aliveness. Uh, so something that our life becomes much more progressive. You know, so that there's no kind of like a pullback. So, uh, so here. <coughs> You know, so, so so my key point over here is uh, we need to really translate our Madhimika study. What that means to me, how I interact with her, how I see myself, and how I view another people, how I interact, how I communicate, looking into my own habit. You know what Madhimika philosophy understanding really communicates. What it can give me some guidelines that, you know, you know at least we need to kind of really bringing the Madhimika philosophy and the Madhimika understanding into uh, our daily life. Okay, our daily. It's not only into the meditation cushion, but really in that. Uh, so, I think. Uh, to able to do a good meditation into the Madhimika philosophy, first we have to really connect what philosophy discuss and what we are going through. Is there any kind of communication? Is there any kind of it's you know our suffering is going one direction and Madhimika philosophy is going one direction. They are in a in a, in a uh, in a two different direction, and then of course, is very complicated. So for us, before meditating, I think that otherwise our meditation doesn't becomes. You know, it's, it's the meditation have to be something that it's, it need to touch you. It need to communicate you. Is meditation meditation of emptiness is never becomes, some kind of. Meditation or emptiness never becomes like something kind of uh, mystical or some kind of extraordinary experience. When we say meditation of emptiness, it is a, it is a, it is a, you know, it is a, it is a painful communication. <laughs> There's a. In the in the tantra, there's a sadhana. In, the, in tantra, there's a, like a uh, called self-initiation. Self-initiation is basically usually initiation. You have a 
Vajra master and you have a Vajra disciples and mandalas and there's this kind of like a, uh, but self-initiation, you know, by yourself everything you have to go through. It's like meditation of emptiness is something like that. It's a self-initiation. You are you are really looking into it and trying to finding the communication. Okay, so meditation of emptiness. Uh, so the question comes: Where we should start meditation of emptiness? Where should I start? And the first thing we need to look at it our habit first. First thing I think the best thing is the habit. In a habit, you know, habit we are we we are humbly we accept I have a bad habit and then sometimes you react and you feel bad <laughs> then again you react and then you feel bad <laughs> you apologize and then again you react and you apologize so 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 again over here usually okay you, you notice you feel really bad about it and we don't move more than that and then we go back to the same routine. Okay, so now over here, first thing is, uh, what is my this habit? Habit related with the distraction, habit related with the reaction. So maybe looking into those things, then your understanding, your your understanding of a Madhyamika philosophy. Okay, now you need to really trying to find, yes. Madhyamika philosophy is suggesting this one. If I do this, I can heal. I can heal from this kind of habit and reaction, reactive behavior. At least it's giving me some suggestion. So I think in the self-reflection, it is a, it is I think is a really good self-reflection self-reflection okay so once you get that quite clear now what happened is uh, uh, meditation <coughs> meditation over emptiness once you start reacting you immediately trying to do a meditation emptiness usually doesn't work most time doesn't work it will maybe sometimes it will backfire and say, yeah, there's no emptiness. There's something really. There's something scary. There's not emptiness. There's something really scareful. Okay. So, <coughs> so, uh, so it it is like a. Uh, it is like a how we, okay. Uh, so therefore, this kind of a daily. So once you kind of see the connection your habit and your reactive behavior and uh, your view of yourself and your view of another from emptiness Madhimika philosophy is saying like this basically if you kind of loosen up kind of this kind of intrinsicness inherentness independent kind of this flavor in your view of yourself and another reactive behavior can be slowed down, habit behavior can slow down, but the karmic conventional whatever you we need to do it, yes, we need to do it, we need to go through that, but it can be done without creating another reaction or another karma. So it can be kind of close up any kind of karmic journey. That's the only kind of is suggesting. Okay? So so over here 
So once you kind of, I think it's a very important that, uh, like for example, in a patient, in a doctor, so you take this medicine and explains this medicine, how it works, this is your problem, this is how it's going to help. Once you have this kind of acknowledging and understanding, and then, yeah, you have a, that, oh, that makes sense, okay. <laughs> so there is this kind of acceptance. So before we go to the meditation of emptiness, we have to have some acceptance. This view of intrinsicness is the which really attracts all the reaction and uh, negative habits. Okay, so that's I think step number one. So here, so this kind of n notice, and then when you're doing uh, your daily meditation, you know, doing daily, that then you have kind of like a control environment that you kind of sit. You are really controlled environment. You have a meditation cushion, and you really, it's almost like a rehearsal, almost like a undoing the intrinsic view of a self and another. Undoing. And the computer is look kind of quite easy, just undo, <laughs> one click, undo. But in the emotional process, it is an exercising process. It is a rehearsal. It is a, almost like a, you are imitating, you are pushing your view in that way. Something that's kind of like a rehearsal, that kind of a rehearsal. And uh, this rehearsal, this orientation of a empty of intrinsic self and another, empty of intrinsic of your action or others' action, this rehearsal, this good orientation will become very helpful, <laughs> very helpful, okay, once that our karmic habit shows up, once the karmic habit shows up, so we are kind of, we are now we are more professional, we are prepared. <laughs> we are prepared, we are, uh, uh, we are prepared, we are prepared. Okay, so, so basically, uh, our true nature of our human, you know, In a fundamental, our human being have a that's have a you know human humanness is there. You know human human I say nature. You know in the surface we have a lots of negativity and so on and so forth. But the, in the fundamental, in the much more in a deeper level, we have a very very even we see very heinous crime people. But then you listen. You de sometimes they. We can see in the communication process, yes, that, that is a tremendous negative engagement, but we can still kind of witness their human nature. It's so unfortunate it happened due to cause and condition, but it's not necessarily as a nature. So, so I'm, I think the key point over here, through how much our own human nature, humanness, we can be, I say, manifest more into our own daily life, like more human, more, more kind, more, how you say, um, less interfered by all this uh, intrinsic, uh, this kind of barrier, this kind of like a, a def defensive, 
emotional defensive uh, or offensive or defensive. So basically, there's a push and pull kind of slowing down, that kind of like a slow down, and then there's a more openness, okay? There's more openness. So, <coughs> uh, so from the Nagarjuna point of view, the ultimate healing process, the ultimate therapy, or ultimate way to kind of heal any kind of our problem in our life, uh, from Nagarjuna point of view, Madhimika philosophical point of view, they say, okay, yes, in history, in my history, such a negative things happens, it creates scar, it creates some kind of imprint, but at now, at this moment, if I try to walk the view of myself and another, empty of intrinsic, it is almost like a uh, thousand years a cave, then you suddenly put light on it. Yeah, it is a really long period of time, this, this cave stay very dark, but the light, one time light, and the candlelight can really clear it up long time of a darkness in the same way so so now uh, meditation of emptiness <coughs> uh, is basically what you're doing is uh, uh, you know sometimes we react for something and uh, when you really think, that, that is not the real story. The real story is some way another, you know. In the same way, the anger or reaction or distraction is, is a, the real story is the, not the anger and reaction of those colorful emotions. That's not the real story. The real story coming from because, from the Madhimika philosophy, you are making everything so truly existence. So that's the real story with rest of the kind of like just the play, just the symptoms. So, so over here, so basically meditation of emptiness is a process of observing and witnessing and looking for what is the real story here. Usually we get distracted into the surface stories. So here it's saying it's meditation of emptiness basically you know you are really looking beyond the emotional reaction looking beyond the distraction itself it's just in the meditation of emptiness is like a you know the beginning part meditation of emptiness is uh, we cannot escape from the disturbing emotions it's basically you have to go, you bring the disturbing emotion into the lab of the wisdom. <laughs> and then you really need to walk very carefully without, without it take over you. <laughs> so, so meditation of emptiness is uh, something, it is not to, not absolutely no repressing. Absolutely not trying to apply antidote. At, this, at the beginning, you want to see the deeper story. You want to see the much meditation emptiness. 
Is it really? You know, and the psychologists, they say they'll go back to childhood and they'll kind of go back that way. In the meditation of emptiness, it's good just, at, not so going to the past, but just going in the present and just going deeper down what I am feeling, where I'm feeling, where I'm viewing, where I'm seeing. It's just going. So, of course, both are good. You know, in the psychologist's go through, really go back into the childhood and trying to find. That's also good. In the meditation and emptiness, not necessarily go through meditating emptiness over your past life. In the meditation emptiness over this life, in the present life. So, it's a really looking at this moment is much more going into deeper and looking into the, you know, it's just trying to go in. The, it's both in the psychologist and the meditation and emptiness, the same kind of habit, just going beyond, behind the death story. You just have a, one goes to bad to, you know, you are, you know, 20, 30 years old, but it's time to go when you are childhood. You just go behind and meditation emptiness, just trying to go deeper. Whatever happening at this moment on the surface, that is just kind of like uh, symptoms. So you're trying to go deeper, trying to look at much more deeper. Okay? So this kind of like a rehearsal, I think, is a very important. You know, step number one, I think, you know, you know there's a plenty habit we react, we go, and then at least if you can kind of remind yourself, okay, this is not the real story, let me go a little bit more. Down. So the actual meditation is here. Once you, once you kind of like notice and acknowledge, and hey, this looks like here the real story, it looks like the real story is this one, no, I want to go much more deeper. So meditation or emptiness, that kind of like a tracing much more in a deeper, where is it coming from? Which really making? Which really? What Nagarjuna suggesting? So meditation of emptiness is a really that kind of like a much more looking into the little bit much more looking into the process of your thought, process of your emotion, process of how you respond. Okay. Is so when you're doing meditation of emptiness. Uh, you know, sometimes you go to hospital. You know, of course, hospitals are clean and nice, but if you hesitate to go there, <laughs> as much as possible to postpone, oh, I'll come next. <laughs> you know, you know, of course, it's. Is uh, you you know in the deep down it is a helpful for you, is a beneficial for you, but somehow, as much possible to postpone. Oh, we can say I'll come some another day. I'll do my things, another things first, then come the last time to see the doctors. You know, Sometimes, in the meditation of emptiness, is a similarly something like that. It is not you're going to see a something that making feel you good. I don't think so. Meditation emptiness not necessarily feel you good. Meditation emptiness is a uh, yeah. It's not the that you want to be there, <laughs> but I think f for us uh, our purpose of a life is to be a happy person compassionate person, joyful person. If that is our goal, then 
No choice. <laughs> no choice. No choice. <laughs> yeah, the, the doctors and you know, there's no choice. We have to. We have to see. One time, I, I got uh, sick and I was in hospital in Portland, and uh, I'm getting better. And uh, then I was uh, thinking, maybe I'll stay one more day, so I get like really kind of make sure. And I was, I, I was thinking, uh, now I'm getting better, so maybe I'll just stay one more. And and then one doctor came, and I told him, I'll stay one more day. And he told me, if your doctor say you can leave, you just run away as soon as possible. <laughs> Don't stay here. <laughs> he said, you should go away as soon as possible. <laughs> Don't stay. I said, okay. I thought, like, oh, that's good. Okay. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> uh, so, <clears throat> so anyway, uh, uh, so, uh, so I think meditation or emptiness, the way we start, not from the fantasy of our life, we don't start from there, not start from enlightenment or liberation, we start with our habit, our, our, with our karma, we start with our karma, and that's only, only if we don't start with the karma, is some way we start meditation with emptiness. That meditation with emptiness is not very reliable because it didn't really work with our own karma. So meditation with emptiness need to really work with our own karma. Okay. So that's that's the number one. Okay. Now, okay. So somehow we, luckily, we graduate. We kind of able to do that kind of meditation. And yes, not necessarily we can carry on for 24 hours, but it, it makes a lot of, uh, you know, emotional strength, awareness strength, clarity, yes, can happen. So we kind of move through that. <coughs> so, so now we can talk. Uh, so once we have uh, this kind of uh, strength, and do a meditation. So what that really means now, okay, from that on what we can do, where we can take this kind of experience, this kind of perspective and view. Now, you, you read any kind of a sutra and a tantra practice. A meditation, of, you know, a meditation with emptiness is almost like the you know, like the the car, the shift gear, the first gear is important, huh? You, without first gear, if you go third and fourth, your engine will break. <laughs> it's almost that you can spiritually make a progress. So you can able to roll, you're able to move able to kind of make a progress. So that's, I would say, almost like a, once we, uh, like a, for example, maybe we say, I will do shine first, maybe meditation of emptiness later. That's a risky, I think, because it's almost like a, you know, some of the text says, if you do this approach, it's like a, you are trying to lightning candle in the middle of the wind. 
Yes, you can light, but it will stay for a few moments, or maybe it can, it has this kind of takes. So there's a certain level of a meditation of emptiness, and you're able to work with that, uh, with your own karma, to able to balance that kind of like a view of intrinsic, and then when you develop concentration and meditation, then you have a safe inner environment. The way we, your concentration is not like a imposite. You know, sometimes when, when we sometimes when you're trying to do a short time shine, you are pushing. You know, you you are imposing for yourself to concentrate. You are pushing yourself when you come, and that doesn't really usually. Our mind doesn't work that way. Anything you pose, you tell them to do, it wants to do opposite way. <laughs> so, it, the, the, we as an individual person, we need to create the right environment for mind. That's the, our responsibility. So then the concentration, when you have them, you create the right environment, basically, through the meditation of emptiness, you slow down this whole windy, emotional windy, you kind of slow down, and you have the intention, and then once you are kind of like a bringing your attention to your object, there is a naturally abiding, there's, a, there's, not, there's, there's no like a, a rigidness of a pushing into it, it doesn't work there. So, so Meditation of emptiness is almost like a kind of like a bringing up our emotional immune system or the health of our awareness. And once we have that into really in a good position, and any kind of positive thinking reflection can be very effective. Okay, so that's the kind of like the key thing. Okay. So now, uh, so my my point is, uh, once we have uh, some kind of familiarity and uh, uh, meditation habit, and then this will really give us a kind of like a you know in the today's world we said in the health environment immune boost. <laughs> then you have somehow you can have that strength in the same way your practice because sometimes I do practice now almost two years but I don't see any progress <laughs> you know sometimes you say that I did so long I'm, I'm not sure I'm, I'm even sometimes I worry I'm getting worse <laughs> yeah I think the container the foundation, the soil, we didn't prepare, but we look after the seeds and flowers, and we're trying to go through that. Okay, so meditation of emptiness is uh, is basically the soil. Is that's uh, where we 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 need to give uh, attention. Okay, so 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 therefore progress, <coughs> spiritual progress, meditation progress. And pretty much, usually, when we say like, I'm, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, not making progress. So basically, we are doing this all thing in a view of an intrinsic existence of a myself and another. So the soil is really dry. So no matter how much 
we uh, it is a rigid soil so there's no way to grow so this is a uh, this is a very meditation of emptiness almost like we can for this is a it's almost like a uh, almost we really much say like a mandatory to to make any kind of progress but sometimes there's a meditation of an impermanent there's a slow approach to going but they all are stay in the same category wisdom practice okay uh, so my key point is uh, meditation where emptiness is nothing something mystery it is a basically working with our own karmic habit understanding connecting that's number one number two put a strong motivation and then trying to have uh, your own daily meditation of uh, uh, emptiness of a, you know, empty, empty of intrinsic existence of a, you know, work with your own habit and habit and yourself, habit and yourself, habit and yourself. So that's kind of exercise. And uh, once you work that, uh, that can be like a deep healing process. It's a deep healing process. It can take a deep healing. So basically, uh, it can clear up your awareness your thinking process, your, your, uh, okay. So, <clears throat> so now, um, now I think at the beginning you can work with that, but now once you also need to think, what is a very long term what I'm thinking? This meditation of emptiness. Uh, long term is a meditation where emptiness is uh, basically is not so, not about about all about like how I can make a progress and how I can make a transform. It's not so much all about me, but in, we have to have a um, minor practitioners. You have to have a short term goal or short term your vision and a long term vision. Short term vision is that something that you become very. You are, you are go up. You you are you are able to arise above the cloud. You are able to arise above the karmic habit. That's very important. Otherwise, how we can really become so realistic for reflection into the enlightenment? If we are really all the time just under the karmic habit, if we even not able to get, even if, at least we need to able to swim. Our bodies are under the water, but at least we can breathe. <laughs> okay, so this is a, this is a meditation of emptiness. Is in our daily basis, yes, to breathe. We can breathe. We are not sinking. We are not kind of like a sinking down, and we cannot have any kind of oxygen. And uh, the, uh, now the long-term goal is yes. Uh, in the Mayana tradition, we are doing this meditation of emptiness. Uh, it's basically then. If 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 I can do this, if my condition this, you know, for me, habits and reactions coming from view of intrinsic and inherent. But as individual have a different. There's no such a, for somebody not view of intrinsic. There's no such a things. In the samsara, is every we all a karmic condition per individual are basically view of intrinsic. That's the that's the really the what is Buddha is suggesting. 
So now for us, we need to really see, is this really working or not working? If we come up with a, as a clear evidence, no, this is not working. View of intrinsic is not the answer. Empty of a view of intrinsic is not the answer. It's totally, is, is, yeah, maybe it's a new, new way to look at it. <laughs> so for us, at least the our part of is like really try. We need to kind of, we need to, we need to do our part to you know, how this working. Is this make a sense or not? We need to experiment into you know basically daily practice is a daily experiment. Daily practice is a daily so experiment. You need to uh, a repetition of the result. It's just like same like scientific. You know you repeat that again and you repeat that again and again and again and it. it, it not necessarily from the beginning consistent result, but then certain time, then you see you have this kind of like a, you get more precise, and the result is becomes consistent. So our session is something same like this. We need to at least we have to give for three weeks <laughs> daily. There's a consistent your practice, and your practice have your clarity. You need to turn and look at it. Okay. Okay. So now, mm, <coughs> so now, so now, you know, traditionally, when you're doing meditation or emptiness, uh, you know, usually in the text instruction, uh, is a, step number one is. Uh, uh, How our own self is individual's sincerity about overcoming distraction, how much you are enthusiastic. I think this is a, not just like I like, I don't like this, I like this, not, not just like this. How much you, your you're passionate about it. This is the important part. So before, when you do a meditation of emptiness, uh, we need there is, is, is says this kind of like a inspiration, enthusiasm, sincerityness. It's is a required part of the meditation because this meditation is a kind of there's a we have to have a, some kind of internally motivated, otherwise it just becomes again, we cannot able to deep down, deep down, because it just, you know, there's no enthusiasm, there's no energy to look at him. So this is a, one part of the, in the traditionally, it says like you need to intensive meditation into wish to liberate from suffering and cause of suffering. And there's a, it's not just like I don't want suffering and I want happiness, no such things. It's, it takes something much more deeper awareness. And based on that kind of a strong inspiration and enthusiasm, you developed. Okay? And sometimes we feel, oh, suffering is in a part of a samsara. You know, it's, it's just it's part of the existence. You kind of like a overly accept it. Oh, it's a part of the journey. It is a. Yeah, uh, 
too close, <laughs> too close with the suffering. You friendship. So here in the in the meditation of emptiness is this uh, sense of vol- vo- voluntariness, sense of intuism, sense of this. So there's a lots of uh, reflection that. Uh, in, the, in meditation of emptiness, sometimes the individual training go to meditation of a traveling, uh, you know, going through this. You know, basically, y- you are training your mind into the subtle cause and condition of your existence and your condition, you know, just kind of reflecting and reflecting and reflecting. And, and you bring this awareness quite vivid. You're bringing this quiet awareness quite vivid, so you really the your interaction with uh, your samsara and samsara in a general is just beyond the surface. The suffering, you know, for example, three types of suffering, and when we meditate in emptiness, all pervasive suffering, meditation into all pervasive suffering becomes very important. Okay, it's a very important part of the uh, meditation of emptiness. So, so anyway, uh, so it's not just as a holy and divine and spirituality, but it's much more looking into the practical and realistic and intuition to into. The, so this kind of a uh, process in step number one is very important. Okay, now the step number two is. Uh, in the in a traditional instruction, it says then meditation of emptiness is uh, we as an individual person we are trying to get into a very sensitive and subtle nature of awareness process. You're just going to get much more subtle than you go beyond the surface. So in the so therefore. It says in the instructions, say like you have to have a, some kind of like a uh, your Buddhas and Bodhisattvas blessings. It is not like so much like okay, I'm going to do it. It's not like a something something that you have a, some kind of like a humbleness and egolessness kind of approach, which also in a subtle level. It have a karmic support and blessings and so on and so forth. So there's a, this kind of like a meditation part of the meditation of emptiness, visualization of the merit field, visualization of the refuge field, and there's a, this kind of a connection that you build. Um, uh, so basically, um, you know, s- you know, sometimes. When you you feel support, you feel secure. When you feel secure, you feel ground. When you feel ground, then you have a concentration is much more better. Okay. In the same way, is a meditation of emptiness. When you when once you're starting to look in just beyond the reaction, beyond the habit, and trying to go deeper, we need the lineage oxygen. <laughs> the dotted lineage oxygen. So we have can breathe karmically. We can breathe. So I'm just giving the idea. So so we can the meditation process. There's a sense of a protect, sense of a secure, so sense of ground. Uh, 
So it is not that suddenly by you yourself <laughs> crossing the Atlanta. <laughs> it's not <something> like <laughs> sometimes I wonder the airplanes, you know, like the when you cross. But of course, today there's so many things they it looks after. <laughs> but maybe in the early time, okay, now you go by yourself that direction. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so basically. Uh, genuine enthusiasm and sincerity, at the same time openness towards to the lineage blessings, Buddhism and Bodhisattva, so these two become very important. So these two in a traditionally, so it is a not, not all about what I can do. Because sometimes we human can like, okay, I can, what I can do now, I will do this, I will do that, it's not something like that. Okay? So you have this kind of, because we are trying to look into the more deeper nature of awareness, there is obstacle naturally, you know, particularly, you know, even just for retreat. You know, sometimes you go retreat, not necessarily you can go to much more subtle, not necessary, but most time you get lung, <laughs> lung problem. There's <laughs> a different obstacles comes up. So, so once we trying to kind of looking through the meditation process into the deeper nature of our awareness, it is a sensitivity, karmic sensitivity, obstacles, so on and so forth. So it is a have to have a good lineage blessings and this kind of like a spiritual blessings and protections. So this uh, so so this is uh, otherwise <coughs> the uh, it is kind of like an uh, uh, I heard in like for example in the West when you sneeze and you say, bless you. And I heard because not negative spirit in it. There's a culture why you say, bless you, because to not to have obstacle or there's a something, this word somehow, something negative to not to int interfere into your own existence. And also in Tantra, there's a sneezing have a something. Uh, there is a, some kind of openness of a, you know, in the subtle level, some kind of openness uh, in the sneezings, and there's a several period in. The, uh, so anyway, um, so maybe before before we go to meditation or emptiness, like a sneezing, bless you. <laughs> something the blessings of a lineage or something that we have to have with that. Okay, and uh, so now. Now, so when you're doing meditation, don't hurry about dependent origination from the beginning. This is when you're trying to hurry immediately dependent origination. It is just you are like a you didn't build the house very well, but you painted very well nicely. <laughs> it becomes like a movie set. <laughs> yeah, it looks yeah, it looks 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 real, but then you good is that everything is empty. So usually, when we learn the dependent originations and these things, says we are ready to paint. We are ready to <laughs> ready to complete the project. In the actual meditation, yes, we understood the dependent origination. Like for example, in one session when you're doing meditation of emptiness, 
if you're doing for like 30 minute meditation of emptiness, I will say in the beginning, maybe you just spend two minutes, three minutes for dependent origination. Rest of the, your uh, 25, 26, 27 minutes are uh, just diving, just going more subtle, more observing, you know, much more observing and observing and just trying. That's the whole your take time. Because at this we want to see something that we haven't seen. We want to witness something that we haven't witnessed. Yeah. And I, anytime I come to here, the, oh no, I go to Vegas to see the things that never happens. The, 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 the <laughs> so, so it's a meditation of emptiness is something like that. At the beginning, really, it's like a, you, need to f- you need to feel like you are doing some scuba diving into your grasping of a truly existence. <laughs> and then there's so many beautiful things, but don't pull it out. Don't. So, so then dependent origination is just kind of like a, um, at the end, you just kind of like a, is that true? Is Then really you are, you're comparison, because into the view of intrinsic, you're just kind of seeing everything is a very intrinsic, intrinsic, inherent, intrinsic. So, at the beginning, when you do meditation, we need to almost, almost like have to witness view of intrinsic. Not just we're saying, but you need to kind of witness one time, two time, three time. Yes, I witness. I witness view of intrinsic. I witness. It's also like almost saying yourself. Yes, I witness that view of intrinsic. I witness truly existence of myself. I witness. And, and this witnessing will become very important to later. You bring the, the, the dependent origination, then you'd really kind of, is, 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 this, is this something like that? Is this a really intrinsic or independent or dependent nature? And then uh, then here is the really some sometimes you a sad experience, sometimes very excitement experience, sometimes you kind of like a, you know this whole whole different 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 way of a seeing and a contradiction and a surprise and and this is a part of the part of the wisdom journey. We need to go through that. It is almost like a you know the when I, when the space when the, these rockets when they enter into the orbits and they get like <laughs> shaked and difficulty and uh, it's a similar process I think we go through this kind of deep in ocean diving do you do th- when they're going through these different things do you think they can happen same thing uh, maybe more quiet. <laughs> But anyway, this is a basically in the same thing, you know, like, you know, when you're climbing, you have acclimatized, you go in and out, you go in and out. The same way, I think, in the meditation of emptiness at the beginning, you just basically, same like a climatizing, you just kind of go much more deeper, even intrinsic, you feel tenseness, headache, everything, then you come back <laughs> because you are much more. 
you're much more familiar altitude of a truly existence. <laughs> so you just go back to the so in the meditation basically it is the same thing you go back it basically you're diving looking much more deeper then again you're coming back <laughs> it is not something that you feel like okay now i have to stay there now i have to i have to how you say now <laughs> i have to grab the ground now yeah. No, you need to you need to go you need to go back and forth. The same like a climatizing, same like a when you're diving really down, you just slowly taking down, you come back, make sure you adjust it. It's the same process in a you know kind of so <clears throat> so dependent origination then is this like a just you at the beginning you just kind of like a, then you have a different perspective you witness intrinsic existence and you have a, this perspective of dependent origination it's just question if dependent origination immediately answer your question is it too good to be true <laughs> i think is we have to I mean, like uh, intellectually, it may answer. Intellectually, it's answer without diving in the meditation of emptiness. Yeah, it makes sense. But this one is uh, in the meditation, into the experience level. Yeah, it is uh, puts you into a very uncomfortable position or very, you know, question situation. May not necessarily answer. Okay, so this is good, you know, like you go through that and then more and more looking, again the same thing, you repeat, repeat, repeat. So then, like once you get really good at it and then meditation over emptiness, you spend, then you basically, you know, uh, <coughs> majority time, majority s session, this will be much more into the viewing and observing and experience of a dependent dependent nature rather than just kind of a seeing the witnessing the view of intrinsic so later on then then it's almost like a, you are well climatized so you don't need to have all these oxygens and equipments so you can go into the summit <laughs> have a break up there with a wisdom summit so you can have a, enjoy the pair, the view, the view, and everything. So then it's like a, in a, once individual get much more better into uh, that one. Then later on it's much more like then view of a uh, view of a dependent nature, uh, view of a emptiness, view of a emptiness. Okay, it's more, more. And so now over here, the word view of emptiness is a kind of. Mm. Usually, the analogy it used like it's like a space. Uh, it like it's, it's making like a space. So, wh what is a <coughs> uh, <coughs> uh, right now? Our discernment is the really what's distinguishing this and that. We really rely on to the discernment, 
this and that and this so separating everything our our mind function our thoughts function in discernment is like something if you lose discernment right now they say like you know you you can be lost you're losing the perspective now discernment is a, but right now the discernment is a functioning based on a intrinsic object right now okay intrinsic object so this discernment creates tremendous duality this and that and separation and something very me and this kind of very uh, it's almost like this this uh, conventional difference becomes due to view of uh, intrinsic that discernment makes us somehow a conclusion as the ultimate this kind of like a duality as an ultimate so meditation of emptiness is, is a in a in a basically the view of a phenomena, the discernments where you look at, it just basically it takes out the intrinsic object, not necessarily see everything as the same thing. Individuality is there. There's authentic of individuality there, but it connects from the true nature fundamental nature. It doesn't connect. Um, like a, for example, um, like for example, if, you know, if there's several of a Puerto Ricans, if you are traveling in India, if you meet another Puerto Rican, hey, Puerto Rican, you know, there's one another. You don't look at his from Ponce or from where. Uh, you don't. It doesn't. Look, you just see this 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 bigger picture. Is this a bigger? That doesn't. You just see this bigger picture. In the same way, view of emptiness is something that you really see the bigger picture of a phenomenon, or rather than where you are from. This kind of detail. This. So is this just kind of like the function of a discernment. Yes, it is a detail-oriented, but not the detail-oriented how it detail intrinsic view, but it's mostly a function from the bigger picture. So view of emptiness is just basically we see as a human being, we see as a living being. We say, you know, even, even not just living being, even like we see as a dependent nature, not this and that. Like this. So just basically, a discernment of a view of a way is interact. It's just kind of like a different way of a way it process information is can be slight different. Right now, we process information so much intrinsic and detailed. And so therefore, it becomes kind of very bumpy, right? <laughs> okay. So anyway, so view of emptiness is something that we need to see in that way. So because of that kind of like a um, more bigger picture of our existence, I think the compassion, loving kindness, interconnectedness, respect, 
these are, I think, naturally are, are kind of it allows. So basically, meditation of emptiness, of a view of emptiness, is a basically create, you know, kind of nurturing our Buddha nature, our enlightened nature. That's all. And this is, this is basically, our garden is uh, not uh, taking care. <laughs> so this meditation of emptiness, basically that. To, to nurturing that Buddha nature. Okay? So, uh, so, dependent nature is seen as a dependent nature as a just correction. It is a, it is a just kind of like a transition from intrinsic view to transition for view of emptiness. So dependent origination, dependent view of, it's just kind of, I will say like from the dependent nature of a view, dependent origin, through that, then you have a, a infinite, limitless view of a reality. So basically that means, is a meditation, you don't need to see everything as a dependent nature. I don't, this is a, dependent nature is a, what you wake you up from the ignorance of a view of intrinsic existence. It's just kind of like the password. Uh, it's like, a, you cannot have, you don't have, to, you know, today's you can put the password one time. <laughs> it's you don't need to have a, all the time you have to, you have to view through this all the time, the same password. So, so basically, uh, of course, at the beginning, you know, we have to we have to remember the password. So, so at the beginning, yes, dependent origination we are applying. But our view at the at the end, we need to move on. We're able to kind of carry on through, you know, the view of a totality or the bigger picture without ignoring the individual, individuality. So basically, uh, wisdom journey is to, like a, in Heart Sutra form, is empty, emptiness form, emptiness not the form, form is emptiness. This is, this is basically another way of saying is that at the end, you know, right now we are either very individuality or very, you know, big picture. Can we come into the middle ground? These, these two can complement each other rather than they are contradicting two different. So, so dependent origination is just to creating that complementing at the end. That is basically whatever you see, whatever you feel, to able same like a form is empty, emptiness form, emptiness another. So basically, this kind of holistic view. Uh, in the emotional journey, awareness journey, how to move on our daily life, you know. So basically, that's uh, and uh, karmic habit comes up, karmic things comes up. It's not that painful. Yes, even you realize emptiness, karmic imprint is there, but the, it doesn't hit you very hard. I think that's the kind of the key point. Uh, okay. <laughs> I have a headache now. My headache is gone. 
So, so I will I will say. So let me go back one more time. Is when you when you're trying to do your own daily meditation. Let's put together like a ten minutes meditation in your daily life. Okay. Step number one: you look at into your habit. Okay, your habit, and you really kind of like a. Create some motivation that I really wants to change, and and you know sometimes we feel this I want to change when you hit very hard. Oh, I want to change. Then next day you totally forget. So so create something habit. So routine, routine really wants to change. Okay, this is so. So now this change. You want to make a transformation, want with the intention of a meditation of emptiness. Intention. Then you set up the intention. I want to change. I want to transform this through meditation of emptiness. Meditation of emptiness. Okay. So this, your acknowledgement and your introducing your motivation combination, it's just kind of almost like you can you can write down or you can see it something that okay. But then sometimes, if you change, then I will change. You change first, then I'll change later. <laughs> you start with an argument. <laughs> I changed, but you didn't change. <laughs> so, but <laughs> to, to, to first do your own journey. <laughs> okay. So, um, so, so, so once you set up that very clear, then based on whatever habit that you want to change, in this case, meditation is basically when you're trying to meditate, when you're looking at your habit, usually I am, I know that per, he or she did it, so I, it, you know, like we we blame for another, immediately our habit is very blaming for another. You walk from wrong direction, so I got <laughs> upset. <laughs> uh, so this kind of like. A, uh, so in this case, like uh, you're really trying to not blaming anybody, not blaming another, neither not blaming for yourself. That's very important. You know, sometimes when you look at into trouble and habit, either you're trying to blame your childhood, or it goes goes to this whole. Yes, there is a karmic, there is a contribution, and the condition is there. But this is the, just the surface. We need to go much more in a deeper. So here is basically without. Discipline without blaming yourself and another, really trying to just kind of like a, now you are diving into this habit to looking into this, just trying to look at look at silently, just kind of mindfulnessly, just kind of look. You know, just it is a very interesting. You can just look at is it. Is a new hobby because you you cannot get the. Just looking into the, yes, you're looking into the without without blaming anybody. Usually, it becomes a kind of distraction. Oh, because of this, because that. No, the dis- make sure uh, does. If you the minute you start blaming, you're not able to dive down. You kind of pops back. <laughs> so make sure without this discipline, you're just kind of looking into it, just looking into. It. If you get distracted, then you know. Against this is a real meditation. You know? You're really looking into this is a real meditation, and you're looking into it. You look gradually. You can breathe. 
you not necessarily get fear or excitement. Just look. You know, your attention is just to looking into it, just looking into it. And then, you know, so once you get like, hmm, now I can swim, <laughs> I can dive. <laughs> I have enough oxygen <laughs> to dive. In. So once you get that kind of a confidence, then you slowly, you're able to open your eye and able to see the intrinsic of self. At the beginning, yes, you know, when I'm learning first time swimming, I close my eye. <laughs> yes, I'm under the water, but I know very hard, difficult to open. <laughs> then when you're more relaxed, when you're more, yeah, you can open the eye and, you know. So anyway, uh, so you're able to kind of see and witness. When I look deep down there, it's not just a destruction of a narrative and story, I'm trying to see this kind of intrinsic. Here's here, there's a, some kind of inner centerness, intrinsic, solid self, anything, myself, other, all the experience. So you're really trying to see into the. So witness that, witness that, witness that, witness that, witness that. The, so more that we do that, even the immediate benefit. You, things comes up on the surface, it doesn't really knock you out, you know, like because you are much more in the deeper way to look at. You are, yeah, you kind of like go through and you're not necessarily. Okay, so then, then later on, trying to see dependent origination. In a sometime in the meditation instruction, this is like, almost like, what is the option if if things are intrinsic or not intrinsic? Option left is a dependent origin. Almost dependent origination is like it's. Sometimes we looked at it and apply and logic and reasons. Sometimes it's like a natural. Okay, that's the only options. That's the only option of existence. That is the only the option of a source of happiness. It's almost like a, almost like a like. Okay, it's not here, not here. This is the only. This is the only only way. This is the only way. This is the only option. Sometimes the dependent origination should not become like a. Almost, it says you need to find. You need to kind of find. Is this is the only the only the way for happiness of emotion, happiness of a self, and another person. So, uh, <coughs> you know. So, so, the, so basically, uh, in a reality base into the way to, way to making progress and, and uh, moving forward, uh, view of a dependent origination, view of a dependent origination, then just kind of like a, a transition and correcting the view through the reflection of a dependent origination, just kind of like a, just kind of like a, it's kind of unleash, it just unleash the grasping of intrinsic. So this this dependent origination is almost like a unleashing. You know, at, at the beginning everything is kind of put together by 
view of intrinsic existence. So depending on origination, just kind of almost this kind of unleash this view of a grasping of intrinsic. And then this freedom, then you have this freedom of a, uh, calls, a calls a spacious awareness, and basically in a I think that much more into your discernment, function of your discernments go into slight different way. Okay? It's not in the intrinsic sense, but much more without negating individual and individual authentic, but at the same time having the holistic view. So that's I think the key thing. And then through that is it naturally nurtures our compassion, our concentration. You know, so it's just kind of like a, a fundamental sense of a self, true, true sense, true self, your primordial self, kind of That's, and then of course based on that, and then you know all the realizations, um, all these uh, potentials which it describes into the uh, in the sutras and tantras, you know, just uh, you found uh, your treasure. You found your enlightened treasure, so now there's an infinite. It is a, so this is, a, I think, a, mm, uh, uh, and then uh, you know, like uh, <coughs> uh, you know, once you you know go through this kind of observing, and then you kind of like unleashing view of intrinsic through dependent origination. And during that time, sometimes good to recite like a in Heart Sutra form is empty, emptiness form, form. So you just kind of like a reinforcing. And sometimes there's a songs of experience of emptiness. There's an expression of that transition. And sometimes you just, there's a different verses, you know, you can find songs of experience. And you know, once you have that, you recite this verse. It's just reinforce, validate your experience. So this kind of recitation is also very important. You know, sometimes songs of experience you can do before, before you go to meditation of emptiness. You kind of, uh, kind of awake experience of emptiness, and then you go through same process, observing on that process, and then you have this kind of dependent origination, way to correcting and unleashing the intrinsic view, and then you again recite songs of experience. Usually you do that, but in a, once you get good, I, I think you have your own songs of experience. I think you, you need to able to come up your own experience of this very unfamiliar territory and very exciting and very kind of like a, you know, I think individual have his own songs of experience can happen. And these things are not necessarily you are planning to write. <coughs> songs of experience should not become like 
<coughs> you uh, say prepared and then you composing. It have to be a spontaneous. Songs of experience most time is a spontaneous. And <coughs> that spontaneous comes from your meditation. Okay. And you know so there's a Yeah, sometimes can be very strange, sometimes can be <laughs> all kind of things. So it's, it don't have any rules. <laughs> Songs of experience don't have any regulations. It is a infinite, it is a limitless, okay? <laughs> now my throat getting limited. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll take this good. I'll they'll take this one. I'll take this one. Thank you. Ah, sorry. <laughs> so. <coughs> So any kind of songs of experience, we have translation of that songs of experience uh, in the no. Um, <coughs> There's one good if you look at it into also in a in a lojong text, lojong will of a sharp weapon, and it have a method section and the wisdom section. I think wisdom section of. Uh, these verses are really good and if you can translate and if you the particularly the Madhimika class if you can have some way to look at it and you know kind of witness these great masters their songs of experience of emptiness and you can if, if there's a trans if we can translate if you can find some translation and part of your daily meditation maybe uh, memorize <laughs> Uh, or whatever you can do, recite that. Uh, you know, so <clears throat> that would be really good. Thank you for listening to the Maitripa College podcast. Maitripa College is a Buddhist institution of higher education founded by Yangtze Rinpoche in 2005. We offer two graduate degree programs, a Master of Arts in Buddhist Studies and a Master of Divinity as well as classical Tibetan language studies. Founded upon three pillars of scholarship, meditation, and service, the Maitripa College curriculum combines Western academic, contemplative learning, and traditional Tibetan Buddhist disciplines. Through the development of wisdom and compassion, our graduates are empowered with a sense of responsibility to work joyfully for the well-being of others. They become agents of positive change in the world and are shaping the development of Buddhism in the West as scholar practitioners, chaplains, professional translators, doctoral degree candidates, leaders in the nonprofit world, educators, and more. We invite you to join us and make your practice your life. If you would like to learn more about Maitripa College, please visit our website at maitripa.org, M-A-I-T-R-I-P-A dot O-R-G. This podcast was produced by Alfredo Pineiro, Kate McDonald, Andrew Hughes, and me, your host, Tiffany Blumenthal.